I uh man, I re- we got to so when we uh, uh we're going to uh deep dive look mm-hmm. into the uh mm-hmm. the the, the mm-hmm. under uh, under barrel, the underbelly mm-hmm. so you, so to speak of um the so I really want to do that race that NASCAR iceberg mm-hmm. thing. I want to make that video yeah. so bad. Yeah, I well, gotta, I I need to deep dive maybe, things that would Maybe our listeners as they're listening right now, they will they will appreciate those types of videos in the off season. That's what I'm. Th- that's what I'm saying. I was just thinking about it because, like, I I do sincerely think that would be a fun video. Yeah. Matt and I were talking about you, him, and Tommy. Is that right? Yeah. Doing some F1 history episodes or whatever. F1 story time with Matthew. Matt would be a great host for yeah. that show. So it'd be quite good. It would just be like. An hour of mm. me telling you guys stories about bad F1 teams from like the 80s and 90s. Yeah. Because you guys both started watching in like 2014, right? Yeah, I started 2012. Good year okay, to start. So but... the, the era of F1 that I love, you guys probably don't know much about then. So perfect. Mm-hmm. So I can just blow your guys' minds with stories about Andrea Moda. All right, I think I found my Circle B pick for this week. I'm going to post it. Actually, no, maybe I'll keep it. Should I keep, keep it? Yeah, you got to keep it a secret. Okay, it's it's pretty good. It's secretive. It's either that or the Bobby Labonte 8x10 picture. So. Ooh. Ooh. I'm going to steal that. That's going to be go. my it's, pick. It's, it's pretty good. Um, Yeah, no. Are we having a good week? Bad week? I guess it's only Monday, isn't it? Um, <laughs> yeah, it's only Monday, man. Chill. I'm all right. I'm very tired. Yeah, uh, I can tell. Yeah, you're out there. I um ripping some pipes, shredding the gnar. Dude, <laughs> I ran a um I ran a melon car race. I and s- I ran an NR2003 race for the first I, time in a while. <laughs> I saw your Twitter post. You want to clown on them? Do you want to do you want to rip? Do you want to read off what you wrote on Twitter, or should I go yeah. find it? I'll, I'll I'll read off what I found what I wrote on Twitter. It I didn't clown on him. I was quite quick. We ran um the Indianapolis F1 layout. D- was not familiar with that layout at all. Didn't know it the morning of the race, and so I ran a few practice laps and I got down to within like six tenths of um of like the fastest time. So fun fun facts about this race. Um, the guy who won made the setup, and the setup was awful. Pretty much everyone complained about the setup except for him, the guy who made it and won with it. Um, the track was awful. Hate the track. And uh, <laughs> leading into this next point of the tweet, it's good to know that when I venture out of my corner of the NR2003 community, the melodramatics in egos still exist for a 20-year-old game. Which is true. They really do. It's ki- yeah. it's quite interesting. And of course, you can catch all kinds of great NR2003 action right here on JTN. Luckily, it seems like the JTN conglomerate of leagues does not seem to partake in that kind of nonsense too much. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Whereas, uh, like, I we, feel like egos we... are stroked. Egos of egos are stroked in those like younger leagues, kind of. Oh yeah, the USRL. Oh my god, it's awful. <laughs> USRL is fun. That's a younger USRL's league, actually, though. I, it is a younger league, but not as young as Melon. I think the globalism and stuff like that. I almost just swore there, because um, like, I mean, yeah, I obviously own a sim racing league, but you I'm don't very really proud own of anything. True, I I'm a figurehead. Let's be honest, there Zach does everything. 
Um, I mean, you don't own anything. You just own an idea. And really, can we own ideas? According to the U.S. government, you can. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) According to a lot of governments, you can. Um, But like, um, we're very proud of the community we've built because Mm -hmm. the USRL is more of a group of bros who hang out. And then, oh, also, we play race cars on the weekend sometimes. Yeah. (laughs) I I will say, um, and even my old league fast, like, Really, for the most part, like a really good the group core, of people. Probably yeah. the, the better, yeah. the better corner of the community is is fast USRL, um, kind of kind of type leagues. And I and I will say, there's plenty of fine people in Melancar. There are even people that I didn't expect to be cool, that were quite cool, you know. So like, you know, everyone's got everyone's got a little bit of this, a little bit of that. But I was just I was just like, yep, these people still exist. These this is what I remember from venturing out to like. When I ran FTF and our 2003 races and all that other stuff, it's like, yep, those people who think they can still ego this game are egoing it. <laughs> Nothing will ever hit the ego trip that it was Open Speedway back in the day, though. Open yeah. Speedway was bad at times. Yeah. yeah. God. I really only ran open those Open Speedway like open lobbies. I ran those in like 2008. Like, <laughs> I did, that, like, I did them for a couple years and I had fun. I wonder if those are still a thing. I doubt it. I so doubt it. Yeah. I'm gonna have to look into that. I remember, Joe. Do you remember when that, like, when we were like uh, the first like people to test out that sim rate, the SRS thing, the sim racing system thing? It was like open in our 2003 lobbies. Mm-hmm. Like, like iRacing had like a license system and everything, mm-hmm. and they just ran in our servers. Do you remember that? I really I, wish that would have caught on. That was pretty cool. I kind of remember it. I don't. Yeah. Because that wasn't like Race LM, where it was like all these leagues. No, 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 no. It was legit, like, open else. lobbies. Yeah. Because yeah. there was, like, there was a set of Corsa, there was that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it I rings a bell. This. Was that something that Dave did? or? I think Dave helped with it. Yeah. Dave helped with it. But, yeah. Yeah, when I, when I used to, there's a couple leagues that I ran before the USRL back in, like, 2013 that you had to join through that. Mm-hmm. So. Really interesting. But yeah, I I I, uh, I I started dead last almost in that race and worked up to like fifth-ish top five realm from like twentieth on that road course, which is impossible to pass on. I mm. uh, got a speeding penalty <laughs> and and came out of the pits eleventh, finished eighth. Well, the help cool. Davy pay for his misfortune in Melon Car. Head on over to the JTN merch store now and get yourself some exclusive shoe car merch. Get shoe car go. merch. Um, I really love that Shoe Car has taken on its own identity. So, I'm. Uh, I, for. I have some ideas for uh, Christmas holiday presents this year. Um, Matt, if you didn't already know, they got they got stickers last year because that was all I could do. But uh, <laughs> uh, we're trying to we're thinking about doing some stuff. Oh, that's cool. Having some fun stuff. I didn't know that's what it's from. Not anything that you probably wouldn't be able to make yourself, but <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely could make those myself yeah. and make a lot of them all at once. But <laughs> it was a thought that counted, and the little little letter they got. I hope yes. you, I hope you at least still have that. Um, it's down. It's probably I don't know where it is. But... Oh, I know. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't throw it away. Okay. I know I have. I just don't know yeah. where it is. Um, <laughs> no, but cubby. This is, I like the shoe car. I hope the shoe car returns. Uh, shoe car will likely return yeah yeah we're gonna overlay like a little thing like the black screen and the shoe car will return um, <laughs> but, uh, and then, like a question I don't think mark Matt, fades I don't think, in 
I don't think Matt likes Marvel, so he doesn't get it, but that's I fine. It. I don't dislike Marvel, I just don't care. Fair enough. Oh, look at you, aren't you cool? <laughs> I mean, I know the meme of like something will return. My favorite one was uh, it was right around the same time Bohemian Rhapsody came out, and it just said like Freddie Mercury will appear in, of, or in <laughs> whatever the last, next one was. All right, you guys start the show. I'm going to get a drink. Okay. Which also reminded Welcome me of one of my favorite podcast. <laughs> reminded me of one of my favorite NASCAR memes I made, which was it was after Spencer Gallagher got suspended or got his win encumbered or whatever, failing a drug test. And it was <sighs> no, he just Spencer, got suspended. Yeah, it was Spencer Gallagher dies in Xfinity War. So <laughs> that's dumb. That's well, I love it. I wasn't love he it. the it's one dumb. that got in a fight with John Westownley? Yeah. <laughs> oh God! God. Fight. Yeah. They, they kind of just aggressively hugged each other. They hugged each other. I swear to this day, I still feel like, and I know John West Townley was apparently like pretty concussed during that accident, but it really seemed like they just did not know that they that they were still fighting. They're like, uh, "Can someone stop us now, please?" It was it was one of those funny things because wasn't it? Because Townley came back out and wrecked Gallagher. That's what it was, right? Or was it Some the other way around? But it was remember. one of them wrecked one, and then the other one oh, came back out on the track. Gallagher. I think it was Townley wrecked Gallagher, and then Townley went after him afterwards. And it's like, dude, you already got your revenge. Like you're both <laughs> out of the race. <laughs> Job done. <laughs> I think that's how it went. Yeah. Oh man. So, All right, we rest, should start the show. I think. John was Townley. This so. is the Fake Racers podcast with your hosts, so, Davey Hazard, uh, Matthew Steelman, and me. <laughs> I just really, we're all wearing blue shirts. <laughs> Mine and Joe and I are both wearing oh gray hats. Oh my god, hats, hold dude. on. You need Wait. a gray hat. Mine has stitch on. Yeah. It. It's so blue. Yeah. I'm blue. Dot, 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 dot. Dave, you need a gray hat as well. No, I don't have. Wait. I don't. I do have one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting it. No. I'm not doing it. Rest in peace, audio right. listeners. Um, my hair yeah. looks too good. Mm. Rest in peace, audio listeners. You get to see my great hair. Yeah. Or my lack thereof. Well. <laughs> two out of I three. Mean, there's a lot in the back. Two, so. out, two out of three ain't bad. It's, Ooh, here's a spicy one for the audio listeners. Ooh. A brewski. Just kidding. It's Yo, is that a Dr. P? <laughs> it's a Dr. P. <laughs> All right. Um, and this is the Fake Racers podcast, believe it or not. Uh, hope you had a fantastic weekend. Hopefully, you didn't throw any trash on professional sports fields, and uh, specifically bottles of mustard. <laughs> did you see that? I saw I the meme. I saw the meme. I, uh, I know that's not a meme I would normally see, but I saw the meme. So, so friend of the show Ryan Pace. Um, I was at I was at home for the weekend, and uh, so I, after that game, I decided to hop on Discord on my phone, and I was like, you know, oh, did anyone see that? And of course they did. And uh, Colby, another friend of the show, uh, and Ryan were like, yeah, what was that face? So am I, I'm trying to turn down the brightness on my other monitor, and uh, it, it only goes way brighter. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> never um, mind. But uh, they said that Ryan was laughing hysterically. It was 20 minutes was the delay, and they said he was laughing the whole time. And it was the funniest <laughs> thing I have ever seen. There's now an emoji over in that other server, too, so that's cool. Bye, guy. Bye, master mate. Adam Petrol, fan of the show. Not really. <laughs> Not um, really a fan, actually, no. at all. But, uh, yeah. Um, hopefully, yeah. hopefully you somehow found a way to enjoy Texas. Um, 
I know I probably <laughs> only watched like the last 50 laps. I uh, kept up with it on my phone. That's basically all that was worth it from that race. Well, yeah, so... I, was, I was following the race, but I was at the skate park, so. Yeah. Whoa, radical dude. <laughs> so I made the same joke. Yeah. Um, but let's, at the skate park. Hey, Xfinity Series on Saturday. Daniel Hemrick looks like he's going to win. Of course, he doesn't. L L L L L L L L L L. Late race caution with like thirty laps to go. I think doubled or brought the field back together. John Hunter was able to drive back up through, won the race. Impressive for Nemechek, of course. Is it Gibbs domination or is it just the fact that there's a Cup crew in Xfinity? Yes. I was going to say, considering the 54 is the only Gibbs car that's done anything worth a damn this year, then more than likely. Daniel Hemrick's finished second a lot of times, and third yeah. a few. So, Daniel Hemrick have... is the best Gibbs guy. Like John Herney, which I just won. No, no, but like, Daniel Hemrick. Yeah. He's better than Kyle Busch. Let's be Did honest. you really think that Daniel, I mean, I'm pretty sure we all assumed Daniel Hemrick would be above Brandon Jones. Yeah, that's a pretty yeah. obvious one. Um, because I think they were were they teammates for one of those years? Hemrick was at RCR. Can't yeah, recall. I think so. Yeah, because I don't remember. Um, I'll check right now. Can't recall, but um, keep talking anyway. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking. Um, Daniel but, Hemrick. But I I don't think a lot of people pegged him to be ahead of Harrison Burton, especially with Burton getting um, Jason Ratcliffe on top of the box, which I think is kind of going unnoticed. <laughs> Um, Harrison's been like low key kind of disappointing this year. He's done nothing. I thought he was going to do a lot better. I yeah. I'm sure he's probably not getting into as many team meetings now too with uh, moving up over to Ford and Blue yeah. Brothers next year in the Cup Series, which is still not a puzzling move by any means, but a, a oddly timed move maybe would be the best way to talk about it. But um, yeah. Also, uh. Brandon Jones and Daniel Hemrick were teammates for one season at RCR. Yeah, and that and Daniel Hemrick made the final four, and Brandon Jones probably didn't make the playoffs. So uh, let's see. <laughs> he did not. He finished 16th in points. Because oh. Daniel Hemrick has never run a full time Xfinity season and not made the final four. Yeah. Now that was only two Might years. Be but... Maybe. Hmm. I, I saw someone post maybe he finished the second at Phoenix, but the 54 wins, so that way so he wins the championship. Dude, can Daniel Hemrick have a race where he's leading late where caution doesn't come out in like the last 20 laps? Can like just a, one time. That's all I ask for. Just once. Can you have a race where the 54 doesn't wreck him? Oh, God, that still makes Woo! me mad. It's it's genuinely like there's always somebody a little bit has a car that's just a little bit better than him at the end of the race. And every time he does have the best car, luck is just like, nah, he, yes, doesn't, he doesn't get it. No, nah. thanks. Um, it's quite it's pain. it's insane how often it happens. I've said it before on this podcast. I'm going to say it again right now. I believe you make your own luck in racing. Daniel Hemrick is the closest exception to that yeah. that I know of. It is insane. The amount of times he gets screwed by something. It reminds me a lot of being a Larson fan for like the first five years of his career and how it's like every time Larson dominates a race, there's always that late caution. And you're just like, all right, how are we doing it this week? Okay, (laughs) I'm ready to be hurt. (laughs) Spoken from somebody that didn't have to see Kyle Larson win three straight races. That they went changed this year. Yeah. No, no, that I went to. Yeah. Yeah. Very real. 
Oh, sad. Although I will say about Hemrick, his last four finishes are fifth, fourth, third, and second. So uh, trends do say that he will win next week. <laughs> you, you heard it here first, folks. Put the wager of the house on Daniel Hemrick to win at Kansas. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> no. Kyle Larson um, has Bristol yawns in the background. I guess you can't really see that too well. <laughs> uh, that was perfect, actually, with my notes. Uh, I was he, waiting for it. He, he dominates. Bristol's part of the show. Oh, there he absolutely. goes. Friend right. of the show, Bristol Tawanski. Yep. <laughs> He's my son. That's his son? Yeah. I mean, honestly, like, yeah, yawn. Like, the race wasn't Mm-mm. awful. Yeah, it, like, it was good for it Texas. Keep, it was good for Texas, which isn't saying much. Most Texas races are pretty bad. This one was, yeah. like, bad. It wasn't god awful and, it's and the, the like the late race chaos was like i think it was dumb but it wasn't like a it wasn't like shit show dumb like it was yeah. like it was like just silly it was just a lot of mistakes and stuff um yeah Which i think it's important there was an early early rec too that took out a couple guys that were probably gonna end up being fast 42 a chastain was quick here in the all-star race earlier this year would have probably wouldn't have been surprised to see the 42 up inside the top 10 um, throughout the race, and an attaboy has to go to Daniel Suarez in the 99 for a top 10 finish, but Eric Jones was also running up inside the top 10 until uh, Caution came out during pit cycle. Matt Benedetto had another good finish. Um, Tyler Reddick obviously was up there at the end and then made a mistake and finished ninth. Um, which at this point, I don't think get, Tyler Reddick is going to get attaboys for top 10s next year. Because um, maybe that's more expected with the way he's run, but uh, for the, all those other guys, that was I feel like pretty good runs for them. Uh, You're definitely still seeing with Reddick his his aggression still kind of getting the best of him at times. It's like he's got tons of talent, but doesn't always make those great moves, and he's cost himself a lot of really good finishes this season. Still run great. But... Yeah, I thought he did good this week with the way those late. Yeah, like he didn't try to make them three wide going down into one, which which would have caused a, one of those si shows yeah. that davy was talking about but mm-hmm. um yeah the the stupid move with uh byron <laughs> down the back straightaway clipping yeah left rear yeah even that move i can't really put like like I, I, obviously it's his fault that the side draft went wrong but then william byron just drives into this door and to turn three it's like you're you're helping no one by doing <laughs> yeah. that willie i i think like, he was just mad absolutely nothing i think it's just mad because he got you know, Reddick was the one who shoved him off at the chicane last week. And then, you know, Reddick's hitting him again. And he's like, that's it. I'm not giving this guy any room. Yeah. And then just, you know, turns left on a guy to his inside in the middle of a corner. Yeah. Cause that's real it smart. Just, it just made no sense to me. And, and regardless, like it felt like Tyler Reddick did a little bit of a better job, like knowing when to apply pressure this week. I feel like his pressure in the past has kind of been like, like suddenly he'll just start going for it and it's like whoa 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 <laughs> chill out like you didn't have to go for it like you 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 lost a lot of ground doing yeah. that when you could have just waited i feel like that's kind of like what he ended up how he how he, like like you said like the aggression got the better of him again he didn't apply that pressure in the correct moment situation and it sent him off the racetrack all that fun stuff but um, we also had some spiciness we had some yeah. spicy we had some spiciness we had some spiciness yeah uh, Spike, Chase Briscoe, Denny Hamlin. Hello. Wee-hoo. Yeah, I, I didn't know who was going to transition it. Uh, yeah, Denny Hamlin <laughs> running his mouth on the radio again gave me Trevor Bain 
Brickyard vibes. So, I mean, Chase Briscoe also like was being a butthole. Yeah, get off, your, get off his quarter panel, dude. Then he runs yeah. him up into the wall and then is like, "Well, that's what he gets." It's like, yeah. Uh, like, why are you even concerned? It didn't even affect you. Yeah. <laughs> like, who cares? Then he wrecked well, I mean, himself. I, I, I would imagine he didn't want to run him into the wall. He was just. Yeah. What is that face? He didn't want to. He probably didn't want to run him into this, the wall. But as soon was... as he's there. But you know, Kevin Harvick last week wanted to run Chase Elliott over. I Dude. Didn't, I don't remember saying that. But like, my point being, like, if once Chase Briscoe is like on your quarter panel, yeah. like, what more can you do? You you kind of lose your good drive off. I don't know. You can always lift. It's not. It's I mean, not. He, the, it's not the right move. But you can always lift. I mean, it's not like Denny Hamlin like squished him into the wall. Like there was a little bit of like grace period before like he bounced off the mm-hmm. wall. There was like at least a lane. Yeah, that's probably a that's probably a situation where Briscoe needs to lift out of it, right? Um, they said it on the broadcast, like, "Hey, you have a top ten run going. Don't throw it away for uh, a measuring contest with a guy that's running for a championship." Yeah. It's- like that one screenshot, uh, like they had a little spat in Instagram comments where Denny Hamill was talking about once again risk management. Yeah, I know when to apply when to apply that pressure, and sometimes it's just not right, the, not the right time. Young drivers have a really big issue mm-hmm. doing that, especially when they move up a series and the intensity is well. I think it's, above. I think especially with the Cup Series, just because like when you go from trucks to Xfinity, the race length isn't as big of a jump, right? It's, but I think a cup race, that extra 100 miles in a cup race, is, might as well be two, 300 miles for some of those Xfinity yeah. guys. So That's another good point. Um, the race flows a lot different. The cup guys kind of know when to push because there are times throughout the race where you do want to push, you know, coming to mm. pit stops or um, obviously with the ways now we have stages, right? You have those cautions, you know, when they're going to come out, you know, you got to push 10 laps to go in a stage. You got to start pushing. But yeah, it's a good point. Well, that was uh, fun. I want to give a special shout out to Kevin Harvick for uh, flat out trying to wreck Tyler Reddick in the middle of the corner. Yeah, that was pretty and good. Then, and then after the race, still talking smack about Chase Elliott. And like, I don't know why he's talking about it. It's like Chase didn't even say anything. He probably got uh, asked about it. Yeah, Nine times did. out of ten, reporters yeah, ask about it. Kevin Harvick over the last like month has reminded me of that drill tweet where he's like, I'm not owned. I'm not owned. I continue to assist as I slowly shrink and transform into a corn cob. I will say, uh, the thing he said about Chase was quite funny, though. Yeah. The actual quote, <laughs> the actual quote where he said, you might want to go and see what the five teams doing so you can get that speed. That or was pretty like that. funny. It's quite funny. I don't care what I don't I don't care. That was quite funny. Chase, they, yeah. they both look like idiots, but Chase really hasn't even been the second best Hendrick car. No, most no. Byron's been second best, probably on yeah. speed. Yeah, most recently. It's been, it's a literally mile been and a half. Like, Chase has been the worst like Hendrick car in mile La- and a half all year. Sorry. It's literally been like Larson, Byron, Chase, one, two, three, and then Bowman in like ninth in pain. So, pain. Dude, Alex Bowman has low key had a terrible season. I know he's won three races, yeah. but like outside of those three races, they have had garbage luck. Again, or they're just constantly stuck in the back of the pack. They improved, right, from last year, obviously, with wins, and I feel like. They were in more races this year than they were last year. It's just the finishes aren't there yeah. Um, yeah. to the same degree. But yeah, it's it's been like there's been so many races where he's run like <sighs> seventh or eighth all day. Mm-hmm. And then all the dumb stuff happens at the ends and he's always right in the middle of it. Yeah, I think that sounds a lot like I know it's a different team. It sounds a lot like last year's 48 car and team two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't know. Um, Greg Ives, though, continues to do a great job on the 48 
team and um, putting Alex in good situations. Obviously, you can look back at Pocono and, and Richmond yeah. and, and Dover, um, <laughs> putting him in positions. I mean, Pocono, he didn't have the preferred lane on the restart, took the lead, made Larson use up his stuff. Mm-hmm. Larson lost the tire. But, um, yeah, I, I guess that that's it's a good point. I think people next year, if Bowman doesn't go out and win a couple races, are going to be disappointed. I don't think they should be. Yeah. Mm. But it's just one of those frustrating things because, like, I know Hendricks kind of dominated. It's mostly been Larson. I mean, Byron's yeah. finally starting to his potential. Chase Elliott's been normal Chase Elliott stuff. But, like, that top 15 cars are all so even on speed. And there's so many good cars every week that it's hard to expect all four cars from a team to run really well every week. It just seems like Bowman's been kind of the short end of the stick the whole season. Yeah, and I, I think yeah. he they've they're just a weird case because you can't really pinpoint like like with Chase, you can pinpoint the fact that they've struggled a little bit more than their teammates on the five fifty stuff. Yeah. Um you can't really do that with Bowman because he's just kinda you know, he won Dover, he won Richmond, and he won Pocono. Um, so I guess you could say he struggled with the 550 stuff, but three three of the most different tracks I could pick yes, off the schedule. Exactly, where he came out of nowhere to win. Also, I might add. Oh, and that uh, that curse <laughs> that curse streak continues because Pocono lost a race. So yep, yep. Watch out, Dover and Richmond. I don't think we ever said. I don't remember if we said that, but I think I mentioned the Bowman curse okay. when we talked about it. Yeah, so. yeah, he did. He um, did. a couple playoff guys had troubles too. Um. Early or Motor Blue for the first time in like seven years or something. Someone said for Joey Logano, big yeah. L there. That sucks. L. Big L. Um, L. Logano has been awful on five fifty, so his only shot is going to be Martinsville, most L. likely. And uh, of, he has which he has a good one. He has a good shot. He, he wasn't even the best there. Penske car there in the spring. So, I mean, still has an average finish of like three point four in the last three races or four point three or something. Don't like care. That. I mean. You mean you I, I, I get what you're saying. I mean, you should. I, know. I don't understand I know. what that means. Like, what do you mean you don't care? He's like, um, been a good car at Martinsville, where you need to win a race. Well, I think he's got the he's got the right demeanor there, right? For Martinsville, I think he's he's obviously we we all saw what he did with Truex to to win that race a few years ago and then win the championship. So he's not going to be afraid to lay the bumper to somebody to win the race or get a late position. Um, I'm trying to look back. We had. <laughs> Dave, I mean, I Davey's I'll, the only I'll, one that doesn't have Logano eliminated, so just uh, just so everyone knows, because he's gonna win Martinsville. Yeah, the, uh, that team is gonna find a way. Yeah. That's, they're just so stubborn. Yeah, yeah. I just I don't know. I they this year has been a bad year for Logano. Um, so he had his issues. <laughs> bad year, and he's still in the final eight. <laughs> he he, like Davey said, so they ridiculous. just they just don't go away. Just, he's like if Scott know. Dixon was just a complete tool on track at all times. I mean, he pre- just won't go away. Pretty, pretty much. Um, pretty much <laughs> why two of those two of those three Penske cars are in this round is because they they had good races at Las Vegas and then they had a good race at Talladega because they're they Penske just cars. didn't screw up like everybody else. <laughs> if did, if yeah. Scott Dixon was a villain, that's Joey Logano. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> <laughs> um, can't get rid of the guy. Can't shake him. Yeah, Truex obviously. Uh, had late race contact with Suarez. I don't know any, any takes on that deal. I just saw it as kind of racing deal. Two guys, same real estate. Yeah, it was hard to tell he if they even touched. Open a little bit. Suarez. I guess I had to, I would, I'd put it on Truex, but like 
I think Truex even said gonna, as much. He's like, yeah. yeah. I'm not going to blame Truex, but if it was on anyone to be yeah. Truex, it just Suarez, is what it is. Suarez could have cut him a break, but you know, it's at the end of the race, and it's like, <laughs> you know, you've got a gap, you're going to take it. Or Daniel Suarez. Or Daniel Suarez. Yeah. They talked about his, uh, they, they threw up his in-car audio after that, and he's like, already defending himself. It's like, how many times did he have to do that in, in Toyota meetings? Yeah. And all these, but, uh. Anyways. Yeah, Truex hammered the wall. That's the first time I've ever seen the safer barrier like lift mm-hmm. when the car hit it. Hard hit. Yeah, safety. Um, <laughs> but uh, Keselowski, he's still 15 out despite a sh- very strong day and finishing fourth. That's uh, I don't care. I know. Um, <laughs> and I believe Chase Elliott is also on the outside looking in. So, um. I think Kyle's in still. Yeah. Hamlin, Hamlin's huge buffer evaporated because he got caught yeah. up in two wrecks. And then Blaney had another. You know, Blaney just. Blaney's going to be in the final four as long as nothing happens in the next couple yeah. of weeks. Um, so that that was Texas. Any any last thoughts? Thank God we don't have to go here for two points races a year. Do you guys race think. for if, a Texas race, but that's not saying yeah. much. Do you guys think if. if Blaney and Chase both make the final four. That their bromance is so strong that like one of them's gonna win the championship and then they're just gonna start making out post race. Or <laughs> I knew that would break Joe. Anyways. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> um I real quick about Ryan Blaney. Um there's been a lot of talk uh, with, with Brad leaving, obviously, that's kinda I've looked as, at Brad has been the leader at Penske. Um, Joey Logano, I don't think really wants to be the leader at Penske for the whole team. Cause I think Joey Logano wants to be about his team. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Blaney has taken, has taken a supposedly, uh, has taken a large leadership role in terms of, you know, he went out and made the choice to have uh Hassler as his crew chief for next year. Who's the, who is the interim or, you know, crew chief for the 21 of Matt Benedetto right now. Oh, well, that's right. Isn't Todd Gordon retiring? Yep. Todd Gordon's retiring. That's right. Go yeah. Tigers, Clemson alum, Todd Gordon. Um, but, uh, yeah. So I just, uh, I think Blaney's finally kind of gotten over that hump of one win a year randomly. And now is kind of moving into, you know, his glory years or, not really as Finally learned how to finish races. Yep. yep. So happy. Which sucks and, uh, because he's losing to Todd Gordon. Well, yeah. I think that was a big part because uh, you saw Joey Logano get better too at exactly that with Todd Gordon. So mm-hmm. underrated yeah, crew chief right there. You see that with uh with a lot of the younger guys. Like you can get that one win, but it takes a while to learn how to become Don. I mean, Kyle Larson's finally now doing it. Chase Elliott didn't learn how to do it until last year. William Byron's now going through that where he can't, you know, he's got that one win and they keep dominating races, but they can't close them out. Mm-hmm. You know, I wouldn't agree with chase just because once he finally got that win, it seemed like it was, it was floodgates. Um, because, but that, that was just because he was finishing second so much and was losing yeah, races. Late. It I wasn't. Mean, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I do think he was in that period of like, couldn't win a race for a, a decent amount longer than, you know, a but then he, or... then he kind of skipped that phase of one win a year to just go and okay, multiple wins a year. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but you've seen that with Blaney and Larson, and mm-hmm. Byron's going through it now, and 
hopefully Bowman's not stuck in that right now. <laughs> Bowman's got three, so he's out yeah. of it already. Yeah. Yeah, true. <laughs> Unless he backs up into one win next season and then we're like, oh God, we're back. It's page one well, again. Fire Alex Bowman. <laughs> People are so stupid. Um yeah. but yeah. It's uh I like I like what they're doing with Blaney. Very happy. Feel like that team's yeah. in good hands. But uh a team that is uh not in good hands. Uh not not like in terms of who owns it, but just in the fact of their uh their outlook for next year. <laughs> I gotta make sure I clarify. Uh, supposedly the well, and uh, it was supported by Denny Hamlin. Uh, the front row twenty three eleven charter deal has fallen through. Uh, there was a lot of rumblings about front row maybe switching to Toyota. They didn't. I don't think they had a car at the next gen test last week, which was kind of weird. Yeah, I don't think they did. Um, there were a lot of rumors about them selling a charter to twenty three eleven, becoming a Toyota team. Uh, maybe that's still, may they still become a Toyota team. Maybe, uh, Bob Jenkins, right? That's his name owner there. Yeah. Um, yeah. maybe they've found some act, some more sponsorship outside of loves and, you know, the four race primaries that they get on the 38 car. Um, I don't know, but, uh, it sucks for 2311 because running a car without a charter is a uh, team suicide. Do you want to hear what Denny... Did you see Adam I, Stern's tweet? I, I saw that and I'm like, wow, a media member actually tweeted this out. <laughs> Matt, did you see it? it? I don't know if I saw it. Here, I'll, I'll link it. He's um, got a... I can't... You I, can read I, it, but uh, you gotta bleep it. But... Yeah. Denny, I, can't, I can't say it, so... You can't say it with a straight face, or... I, I can't say it. I don't want to buy diecast as well. Oh, here, here. No, I'll, no, you don't have okay, to say yeah. the word. You just say effing. I can, I can self-censor if you want me to read it, so... Denny Hamlin on possibly having to run 2311 second car without a charter next year. Quote, it certainly is not going to be financially good for us, but this whole bleeping sport is financially not good for us. What's the difference? <laughs> so something really funny. I've been watching Brock Beard's series, Rise of the Field Fillers. Have you guys watched that? Mm -hmm. So there's that quote by Mike Helton in one of them about how when they were wanting the, uh, NASCAR to step in about something with all the field fillers. And Mike Helton basically... St stood in support of them it was like if we were to limit who can show up to races it wouldn't it, we'd basically be betraying 50 years of nascar history and then it's funny to look at it now and it's like man that's literally exactly what they're doing mm -hmm. <laughs> conveniently after mike helton's no longer running the sport well and we've had this discussion about how the franchise model doesn't work yeah like it does in other sports right mm -hmm. um you have a lot it's more idiotic. than just players on a team in nascar and racing yeah um not to mention there's n there's no promise of a financial return in exactly. racing unlike a sport like the nfl where, where everyone like, gets yeah, revenue sharing we're gonna make billions of dollars anyway yeah the detroit lions will make the same amount of money off of the tv as the dallas cowboys yeah i only say that because they both have thanksgiving games um yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah i I I don't think that was anything shocking to anybody, right? I mean, I'm just I just don't know who's going to drive the second front row car unless Alfredo's coming back. I don't or, know or why they, he would. He, or front row but, just wants to lease the charter, and twenty three eleven doesn't want to lease a charter; they want to buy one straight up. Yeah, I that's right. I mean, that's what I could see happening. Um, Spire supposedly is in line to purchase the double zero Starcom charter. Starcom tested a car with Kaz Grala at the at the road course test 
at Charlotte last week. Uh, wouldn't be surprised if maybe that's a team that ends up doing part-time. Maybe a uh, colleague buys that data, because it was kind of weird with Kaz Grala being in the car. Uh, Quinn Half will still not have as many wins as Davey Hazard in <laughs> professional racing. Um, but I am better than Quinn Huff, at least. I mean, it's not saying much, but yeah. Um, at least, at least better yeah. than Quinn Huff. Yeah. I can say with certainty. So there's that, the 2311 could lease the charter from Spire. I, I don't recall, I'm pretty sure there's still a past champions provisional, um, which, you know, you have Kurt Busch in the car, so you'd, you'd have that. So that's good, uh, in case, you know, shenanigans at Daytona. But, uh, yeah. Shenanigans. You know, as they as they happen, you know, cars pitting from fourth lane right in front of you, and you're Daniel Suarez, and yep. <laughs> you don't know what's going on. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> anyways, any I don't I don't know if there's really any stories there, but just uh, wanted yeah. to report it because it's fun. Uh, it is. The quote was fun. Also, yeah. supposedly the 51, uh, they have to hopefully gain like 15, 20 points on the 15. Uh, so that way they're not bottom three charter for three consecutive years. Interesting. The fact that they even had to put that rule in place, <laughs> like well, show that they knew it was going to be exploited so, from the start. <laughs> so that's kind of that goes hand in hand, I think, with the, oh, the whole 100 so percent rule right? Yeah. that doesn't actually get enforced. See uh, Chase Elliott at Bristol. Um, John Hunter and Amachek at Las Vegas. That too. um there's some other ones in there too but uh yeah i just i don't i wouldn't they're not gonna do anything with it because then that's that's opening up for a lawsuit and especially with that like there's the rumors that they're gonna sell two of them so they could just sell that charter before nascar revokes it (laughs) Right. So, um, Wait, oh my god, that's so 5D chess. Are you kidding yeah. me? <laughs> Which I think four. if they end up it's like selling Michael it, Michael Schumacher pitting on the last lap where he got that like pass through or whatever it was. Yeah, he had a drive through penalty and he pit it, He did it on the last lap, and they, that's why it was like. We don't I mean, have a I rule guess. for this. <laughs> we don't <laughs> we have a rule for this. this. So. <laughs> Technically, you're correct. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Uh, that 51 charter is also the one that's kind of co-owned with Richard Petty Motorsports. That is the 44 charter, so yeah. that would suck because I'm sure Richard Petty Motorsports, that's part of what they have, and they would be lose. That's why I feel bad for, right? Because yeah. I think that team actually wants to compete or has wanted to compete for the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, see how they got better last year when Bubba got funding. <laughs> but yeah, that's fun. See how they've mm-hmm. been better this year too. On top of that, um, I'm not- just interested to see if they actually are competitive next year, like they've been claiming. I don't think they will be. It depends but... on who their drivers are, right? I think yeah. a guy like Cody Weir isn't ready. No, don't know if he ever will be. You know, I know people mm. drag on the guy, and um, we can too if we really want. But <laughs> two of us already do. <laughs> I'm nice to the boy, but uh. Okay, maybe just one of us. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I try to be nice to the boy. But I I think if, if that team wants to be competitive, they have to have the right driver, right? Um, yeah. A, a guy like Joey, Joey Hand, was that his name? Um, yeah. 
Seems like he yeah. might be a guy that's going to be in an SHR Xfinity car next year or some Ooh. stuff. I wouldn't be surprised Ooh. if that's the case and then maybe run some spicy. road courses over there. Because what, what what this deal is really is setting up Rick Ware to be the, be the SHR feeder team, right? Yeah. Yeah. Riley Herbst to the 52 car next year. Um, <laughs> but yeah. At least he brings money. Bad. It's just Awful. weird. It's weird. That whole deal's weird. Yeah. Uh, global medical what? response. Oh, good. No, you. I was just gonna say, who cares about Rick Ware Racing? But okay, thanks for that input. <laughs> global medical response, aka the the parent company of, I think it's American Medical Response, uh, and NASCAR renew their safety deal. Just wanted to get that out there for our AMR safety team stands. AMR, AMR. <laughs> Totally don't have that in my Twitter bio. <laughs> That's why it's there, buddy. Um, uh, yeah, that, you know, good. good. We like that. We like having the same people at the racetrack every week checking on the drivers yeah. because then they actually have a baseline of what the drivers should be like healthy and what they would be like not healthy coming out of the car. Yeah. Um, well, that was an exhilarating conversation. It, <sighs> I just I just wanted to. Thank you, Joe, for that exhilarating topic. We <laughs> Thank you for the input. Fine, I'll just let you guys do the rest of the show. You just pooped all, all right, over me because so I made a joke about Rick Ware Racing. Right? So, <laughs> like, get over, get over yourself. Get off your high horse. Can't make jokes at me hey, and then get mad when hey, I do it to you. Whose name? Whose name is on the network? Um, Fake Racers Podcast. Joe Mama. Actually, it's my name, so I make the rules. I don't, I don't know what JTN is. Well, it's a sim racing broadcasting conglomerate. Okay, well, you're welcome for the free content I give you. <laughs> you didn't have to say thank you. I did it for Mom you. Mom and Dad, stop thank fighting. Um, <laughs> Asshole. So, uh... That's Diecast. Um, yeah. Speaking of, CircleBDiecast.com is your home for all your racing-related memorabilia needs. Head on over down to CircleBDiecast.com and use code JTN to check out for free shipping on your order of $20 or more. This, of course, is our CircleB Picks segment. Um, I asked these guys really quickly to come up with a pick. My pick this week is Kyle Larson's Texas Race Win Diecast. How creative. Because <laughs> I was making fun of him for making sure he blew out the quarter panels. <laughs> so... Oh, that's never happened before. Never. Hendrick, <laughs> Hendrick, Hendrick, uh, Hendrick guy blowing out the quarter panels. Toyota's blowing out the quarter panels. Never. When has that ever happened? The guy do it all the time. Mm-mm. Back when he won races. Who? Ayo. Who did? Logano. Oh, well. Logongo. Yeah, but Logano's a cheater. We all yeah. knew that. Whoa, he's a cheater. He's got to wear glasses to race. Nerd. <laughs> Nerd! <laughs> Geek. Uh, what do you guys got? Uh, I guess I'll go next. I've yeah. got the Austin Dillon sponsored t- to be determined three and a half inch 3D printed figurine available for $32. So that does get you over the $20 threshold if you use code JTN to get free shipping. Get a little Austin Dillon action in your life. Mm. So it would go, it'd probably, probably go really good next to a 2022 Austin Dillon Dow Chemicals diecast whenever those go on sale correct mm, i bet it would unless dow chemicals isn't coming back which yeah have they even sponsored him this year um so what they did is they they took a lot of their other companies because they've had a lot of bad press and kind of put it on the car oh that's right yeah, yeah. 
because uh yeah look up dow chemicals and tell me what the news says on google and yeah. you tell me why they did that yeah. based in michigan but that's my pick that's their based in michigan midland michigan baby dow chemicals yep. anyways davy what you got don't got one joe <laughs> i mean i i threw in a loner one in there if you want to use that as your pick don't got one, Joe. <laughs> All right. Anyways, folks, make sure you head on over to circlebdiecast.com. Use code JTN to check out for free shipping on your order of $20 or more. Again, circlebdiecast.com. Code JTN to check out free shipping 20 or more. The effort is off the charts this week. <laughs> well, we gave them an hour and a half last week, so I figured we only have to give them like 45 minutes to yeah. an hour this week. <laughs> it's oh, not I'm about not quantity. It's about quality. And I'm we not got, done. We don't even have that. I'm not done. I'm not done. You're not today. done? What I you got? Done. You about to add something to, to the notes? No. Are uh, you? Guess what? You thought this ad read was over? And it's still going. <laughs> <laughs> Head on over to the J10 merch store now. Get your fake racers podcast merch. Hoodies, t-shirts available as well as stickers with the fake racers podcast logo. Because you know it. You love it. You can also get some Davy Hazard merch. You can get some Matthew Steelman merch. You can get some Joseph Weaver merch. You can get some uh, other guys' merch. There's other drivers up there. We're going to have a JTN driver store. We got all the merchandise. Oh, my God. Um, I need to get all the Joe USRL did a good job stickers. with it. Good job, Joe. Yeah. yeah I need to get all the USRL good. stickers so I can fully stick USRL sticker blast my service. Do it. So. Sticker me. What? How many USRL stickers are there? There's Davy's. There's Mikey's. I think Sean has one, right? Sean's there's... is like the JTN car one. You can go on there too. It's um, there's like five or six. I could, I could like almost sticker blast this with like five or six stickers. So mm, that's fun. Maybe get the one of Bristol. Throw that on there too. So yeah, get the fake racers podcast one. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Mm-hmm. I really I need to make it. all of those available in stickers. Is what I need to do. Oh, I'm yeah. missing out. I'm yeah, missing out. Missing. Missing out. Convenient yeah. stores of Speedway. Anyway, Kansas uh, is this week for the yeah. ARCA race. ARCA title races this week. Ty Gibbs leads the points over Corey oh, Heim Arca. by 17 points. Um, Good win. There's going to be 16 cars that show up, so what do you know? Uh, we're not picking the race. I just wanted to make sure we mentioned Good. ARCA. How, how much do we want to bet Corey Heim or Ty Gibbs wrecks one another? That would be so based if Corey Heim raced or raced wrecked Ty Gibbs. That'd be. I awesome. have a feeling that. Yeah, but neither they... would win the championship. Well, I guess Ty Gibbs would win the championship. <laughs> neither they both. <laughs> well, if Heim wrecks Gibbs, win no the championship. I can I can totally imagine if one's leading, the other one's running second, and it comes down to that, they will one of them will wreck the other one. <laughs> no, no championship. No one's yeah. winning it. <laughs> Sad Moffat is your Arca champion. <laughs> No chance. Just <laughs> declare someone. <laughs> Throw back to that one Thad Moffat fan who kicked Jesse and and Megan out of their seats. By the way, when we were at the at Charlotte back in May, <laughs> freaking Thad. It was Moffitt. a dude in a Thad Moffat shirt at the Xfinity race, and we had like our entire row. And it, keep in mind, there's like 16 of us, and we're all a bunch of idiots. And this dude walks up to Jesse and Megan, who are sitting directly in the middle of the section, and he's like, you're in my seats. And they're like, okay, so they just moved to the other side. And so this random Thad Moffat fan just sat in the middle of our entire group between. They were, the entire they race. They could not have had a good time. 
Yeah. Like, we were stupid. <laughs> we were, like, like leaning past them, too, like, talking to each other. Like, hey, did you see that? <laughs> <laughs> Around him. <laughs> Imagine doing that. Imagine, like, dude, I can't even, It's not like, like the grandstands were a quarter filled because it was an Xfinity race. <laughs> <laughs> and weren't you guys, like, so down? Ch- were you guys... You guys were, like, down, too, We were right? second row, yeah. Yeah, he, like, really wanted to get into that crappy seat. <laughs> yeah, he wanted to be right in our group, I guess. I'm sure, like, he could have went up a couple rows and found somewhere where he had more elbow room. Like, he probably yeah. could have went up, like, to a better seat, like, on the other level. Like, yeah. yeah. Which, I, which I get, like, oh, it's my seat, I don't want to pay for it. But I was like, dude, there's better options. Yeah. Like, this sucks. <laughs> this sucks. Don't stay here with us. This is awful. Yeah. We're going to be idiots the whole time, and you're going to have to deal with it. <laughs> we're going to loudly cheer for the AMR safety team every time they come around. And we're, we don't yeah. give a crap about Thad Moffat, just saying. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> he's Richard Petty's grandson. <laughs> I'm Richard Petty's left thumbnail. There you go. Good job. Good, good save. Um, the Xfinity <laughs> Series, race two, round of eight. Yeah. Kansas. Um, it's Kansas, usually actually a decent race for the Xfinity series. So mm. I believe it's on NBC too. So that's cool. Um, don't know why it's yeah. on NBC, but it is. Cause why not? Oh, I think Notre Dame plays at seven 30. That's why. Darn. But, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Picks. Who's picking? Who's Give me Daniel Hemrick. He's guaranteed to win this week. Right. It's happening. It's not going to happen. It's going to happen. Baby. Telling you, analytics don't. I uh, don't lie. got one, Joe. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I do have one. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> that was really funny. I had to do it. Again. No, it wasn't funny. Why? Was how is that funny? Because I laughed at it. That's why. Yeah. Um, Xfinity, right? Uh, yes. Let's see. Just to just because it's gonna piss me off, Austin Cindric. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> just because it's gonna piss me uh. off when it happens. Um, I'm gonna go with AJ Allmendinger. Oh, you you're a bastard. God. So mm. we move on. The Cup, move series, on the Cup race. series race. Parker Klingerman makes his triumphant return to the Cup Series. <laughs> for Gaunt Brothers Racing after two I years. I wonder who away. Davey's gonna pick. Davey, who's your pick this week? Ryan Priest. I'd like to pick, like to pick Parker Klingerman. Okay. <laughs> who's your actual pick? Parker Kligerman. No, no, like <laughs> that's your dark horse. Who's your who's your other pick? Parker, Parker Kligerman is my straight up outright pick. My dark horse is like William Byron or some crap. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> when Parker Kligerman wins this race this week, do you know how much of a genius I'll freaking when he, when William Byron finishes second to Parker Kligerman? Do you know how much of a genius I'm wonder, gonna look like? I wonder if the, I'm gonna see if the odds are out yet for this week's race and. Let's, <laughs> See what Parker Clickerman's odds are. I'll stick a dollar on Parker Clickerman. Davies Where do you do that? Where do you do that? Gamble responsibly. Don't do it actually at all, but do it responsibly. I, you, you, Davies just googling how to gamble. I can't at all. I, I don't Truck. think Florida has sports gambling because of the casinos. Uh, Is that Adam again, by the way? Don't want, I want to. I want to be in Michigan. You know, there's a light in the just room. Kidding, right? I don't. Well, I don't know if you guys want it out or not. I don't care. I mean, close my door. You can we close have a, your door. Yeah, Matt, you can close your door. He makes a good argument. Do you want to be on the podcast? Yeah, do you want to be Just on the kidding. podcast, Adam? You already were. Yeah. Dude. Oh, this is my, this is my Dude, roommate. Dude, you have Hello. sick hair. I can't Adam, see who, it. Who are you picking for the cup race on Sunday? Options? Uh, There's like 40 drivers. Okay, just go, go ahead. 
<laughs> okay, you got I'm gonna go in numerical order. It's Kurt Bush, Brad Keselowski, Austin Dillon, Kevin Harvick, Kyle Larson. <laughs> I can't listen Ryan on. Newman. Ryan Newman. <laughs> Is there a seven car in cup this year? Corey LaJoy. Oh, Corey LaJoy. <laughs> Tyler Reddick. Tyler Reddick. Chase Elliott. them should win, but probably aren't going to. Uh, William Byron, probably. Mm. He leads a lot of laps, but doesn't win. Go him. Okay, Adam picks <laughs> William Byron. You forgot Quinn Huff at the beginning as well. Let me just say. Oh, I should have told him Quinn Huff's going to win. Uh, Parker Clearman is plus 20,000. Uh, a ten a ten dollar bet wins you two thousand dollars. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. Oh, Just kidding, God. I can't, but I want to. <laughs> um, other drivers that are in that I'm same so... bracket include Ryan Newman, Ryan Priest, <laughs> uh, Corey Joy, David Starr, Ryan, Ryan David Newman. Starr, Ryan Newman. <laughs> Cody Ware. As a person who does not like Ryan Newman, that is music to my ears. Um, Kyle Larson <laughs> is the betting favorite at plus two fifty. No. Um, who would ever guess that? Oh my God! Wait a minute. I mean, you can look up these things. Like, hold on. You just wouldn't. I don't think you'd be able to bet. Um, uh, for folks out there that do, remember to gamble responsibly. Uh, right Hold now, on. some good guys that I would look at would be like Tyler Reddick at plus twenty seven hundred, pretty good value for him. Um, Kurt Busch at plus five thousand is another guy. Um, but Ryan oh. Blaney at plus twelve hundred would probably be a pretty solid one. And then you then you put a couple dollars on Larson because he'll probably end up winning anyways, or or Hamlin, and you still win. So so sports betting is going to be legalized in Florida. It actually is technically already legal, right. but there's not a model for it yet right. until probably December. Ah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Want to make my money on a easy Parker Kligerman win? So, so when it's plus, when it's plus, so like plus a hundred means you like you double your money. Plus two hundred, like I bet a dollar, I get two dollars. I win two dollars and and I get my dollar back. Right? You always get your money back plus what you win. So like. Man. Yeah, it's like that twenty to one, ten Gamble to one. Gamble responsibly, children. You you little cretins. Gamble responsibly. Darn it! Dude, every, every time I listen to like a football podcast and they talk about the spreads, and I'm like, I'm just I'm just pretending that I know what this means. <laughs> Minus means you're the favored team, and that's how many points you have to score more than the other mm-hmm. team. Why is it not plus? Because then it would be like you're that many. Because plus means that you can um you can lose by that many points. And then you'd cover cover the spread. Ah, I get it now. It's weird. I do get I, it now. I, anyway, who's your pick for Kansas, Joe? No, you're next. <laughs> I already picked. No, oh, wait, no, I didn't. Yeah, no, your roommate picked, <laughs> <Forgot. idiot. laughs> Yeah, your uh, freaking roommate came in and picked. Yeah, uh, Give me Chase Elliott. They're going to be pushing everything for these last two races for Chase. Dude, I mean, they already were at Texas. The car was cheated up and got DQ'd and race inspection. <laughs> Weird how those cars that get cheated up and start at the rear always yep. come through the pack. Another car that was cheated up and had to go through inspection a couple extra times was uh, Chase Briscoe's car, and he was on track to finish in the top ten. That's weird. Yeah, um, it's almost like every car is cheated up in some way. It's almost like the ones that fail inspection multiple times end up still finishing in the top ten, even though they have to go to the rear. 
Yeah. Um, they do talk about this on Door Bumper Clear. I don't know if you're trying oh, yeah. to end the show, but we got like we got a little we bit. Got, I feel like we got a little bit yeah. of time. But yeah. like they talk about this on Door Bumper Clear. If you haven't listened to that, um, you know, a lot of the times, and this is a common thing in all motorsports, they'll give the inspectors, they'll give like tech something easy to spot, and they'll go through with that. Oh, okay, yeah, we'll fix that. Sorry. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll fix that. Sorry. And then like the actual like technical cheat, quote unquote, advantage is um is a little less obvious than the obvious one. So they think, ah, oh, we got them. Yeah, they do that. They talk about that on the Dale Jr. download a lot too. Yeah, if you're if you're a bigger team and your car's failing inspection, it's because you want it to, or you're pushing yeah. some limit, not because maybe like, like when what? you're a smaller team and you get caught cheating, <laughs> yeah. then it might be a little more of an accident. Chase Elliott's team gets caught all the time, and it's like, what? Jeff Gordon's old team is getting caught trying to cheat all the time? Not like Ray Evernham used to do that all the time in the 90s. <laughs> and he would do the same trick, too. He would give the inspectors something yeah. obvious to see, and then he would I, work on that. I think I've told this story on here before, but there is one that it was a story that Ray Evernham taught or told, where it was at like Daytona in like 97, where they blatantly made the rear bumper the wrong shape so nascar was sitting there telling him to shave it down and he's like they're not looking at the trick suspension right now <laughs> i remember that i remember so, that yeah there's a lot of good um if you're into podcasts uh ray Evernham has an episode with dinner with racers and it's really good anything with ray Evernham is really good yeah um a couple picks I, I know i can't make multiple but a couple guys that you should look at kyle bush too mm. Right. Um, obviously, won this race in the spring. Ryan Blaney is another guy that you should look at. Uh, Kyle Larson. Well, you know he's the he's the odds-on favorite for a reason. We all know that reason. Um, but my pick would be Denny Hamlin. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. he won at Kansas last year in the like the Thursday night race. Um, and he's also been really he's really good at Kansas. So I don't know. Feel like they probably want to win. They've won in every round so far, so I don't I don't see them winning at Martinsville unless something bad happens at Kansas. So Denny Hamlin. All right. Nice. But uh picks. Those are the picks. Are we are we gonna do like, so next season, are we gonna do something like actual with the picks or are we just gonna keep saying saying? No, names we'll we'll, then... we'll actually we'll try to keep track of them a little better. I'm I'm down. I'm down. You can only I'm pick a guy like once in the regular season, stuff like that. That would that will get hard. Holy, we'd run moly. out of drivers pretty quick. We'd be picking like Cody Ware by That's like the, the time point. the regular season ended. <laughs> That's the point. <laughs> there's three super speedways in there. There'll, there's like five road courses, six road courses in there. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> but uh, this was this week's episode of the Fake Racers Podcast. Thank can't thank you guys enough for listening. Make sure if you haven't already, hit the like button on the video, subscribe, follow us. On Twitter at Joto Network, on Facebook at Joto Network, on TikTok at Joto Network. Um, we got a bunch of great races coming up this week. All Star Racing Wednesday night from the Talladega Super Speedway. Join us there at 9:05 p.m. Eastern Time, and then Bomb Squad Racing takes on the Kansas Speedway Thursday night, 9:05 p.m. Eastern Time. Crazy how those times line up. <laughs> Davy, where can the fans find more from you? Um, they can find more from me on YouTube at Dell Junior eighty eight rocks. Um, they can find more of, of me on Twitter at msteelman fifty one. And um, you can also check out my podcast Oof Sides, 
where we talk about football and where we generally have a pretty nutty time. Go Cowboys, am I right? You're making me so do that, work now. I gotta, I gotta find all your stuff. Do you not that's know Davey's social me. media stuff? Dude, I don't remember anybody's. Um, Just want you to know, route that off off the top of my head. Literally. And if you want to find <laughs> more from Matthew Steelman, head on over to at Davey Hazard uh, on Twitter. Yeah, at Davey Hazard on Twitter, uh, at D7H5er on Twitch. With an ER. Um, with an ER. Uh, is there anything that I'm forgetting? What's the other one? Is it, is it Instagram? Okay, uh, at D7H5 on Instagram. Yeah. The only reason I don't know that is because I don't use Instagram. That's so. fine. He did it, though. He did it. <laughs> I did it. So. Look at us. We're wacky and crazy on this. You see, <laughs> you need to show us to your friends because we're so wacky zany. and crazy. We're so zanny. You know that picture of the girl with like the frozen peas on her head in the in the grocery store, and the guy's I like, "Oh my really god, she's so age. crazy." That's she's us. such a crackhead. Yeah, we're such crackheads on this. We're show. just so wild. So crazy oh my god, and wacky. Joe, how wacky are we on a scale so, of wacky to one? What? 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 Scale of one to wacky. Um, we're so random. Oh my god, wacky. Rawr. Rar, XD. But uh, XD. folks, can't thank you enough for watching this week's episode. Thank you all for your support. We appreciate you. We love you. Kiss, kiss. Thank you, thank you. Hope you have a fantastic week here. Make sure you share the podcast with your friends. We'd really appreciate that. Uh, we only got a couple more episodes left before the off season. Uh, we're. I am going to take a break because I need a break um, from a lot of things, and this you is one it. of them. Thank you. <laughs> I I needed that. Just kind of deal with us every week. God knows how exhausting yeah. that is. I, I do think we're probably going to do like a couple of like very measured calcul like like if we do an episode, there's going to be a little bit of planning and there's going to be like gaps between them. We do not need to do it's crazy. episodes every week of the off season. It's crazy yeah. how folks when I say you guys can do this stuff, they all of a sudden want to plan it. But then when I say, oh, okay, let's record this week's episode. Wait, is there a show sheet? Oh, do we have the topics? It's I love it. Why do I always have to be the leader in a group? Dude, you're going to lose your mind when you come on Oofsides and then you realize there's not a show sheet like 90% of the time. <laughs> just, also, Joe, it's because just you're so good at it. Yeah. Thanks. You do a good job. Thank you. There's a reason Matt, why the episode... I'm on the process of doing it because there's a reason why the episode that Tommy hosted was so scatterbrained because I wrote the show sheet. <laughs> so it's kind of all over the place. I think I only I got was... like 30 minutes through that and then I was just like, oh man. Did you at least get to the circle B ad? I did. <laughs> okay. No, my God, that's the best part. I need Tommy to resend that to me because I'm. I need to use it for cautions uh, during our broadcast because I really need it. Choo choo train means it's time yeah, for us this to go. Podcast is also brought to you by Union Pacific and or Amtrak. Thank you, folks, so much for watching. We'll see you guys next week right here on the Fake Racers Podcast. Bye now.